Welcome to Wednesday Night at Faith Assembly, featuring the ministry of Senior Pastor Phil Goss. We're glad you've joined us. We're going through the book of 1 John, and verse by verse, Bible study. If you got a question, you see there in your notes, there's a text number, you can text it, and uh, we'll try to answer it at the time. We're going to look at verses 1 through 6 of chapter 4 tonight, and we're going to begin with, watch out for false claims. Watch out for false claims. Now, you and I have to understand that we live in a day and time that is very relevant to what John is writing to this day and time because times don't change. History repeats itself. You see the same problems that the church was having back then is the same problems that Christians have today. So it's still relevant for us. Verse 1, here's what he says. Dear friends, do not believe everyone who claims to speak by the Spirit. You must test them to see if the spirit they have comes from God, for there are many false prophets in the world. In other words, false teachers, false people who say something. Prophet's not just somebody who predicts. Prophet is someone who proclaims. So you and I live in a world where there's a lot of people who say they're a Christian, who want to promote that they're a Christian, but they're not. Let me just give you a very simple illustration. Just because somebody wears a cross around their neck doesn't mean they're a Christian. And so, what are you and I to do? We are to be so in tune with the Holy Spirit in our life that we are aware when anything else is false. That we don't just, just because somebody says something, looks like something, we just don't buy it all we have to come to that place. What he says is, you test the spirits. You don't just automatically jump in. Test the spirits. Test the message, not the messenger. That's where we get tripped up. The person could be saying something, and we focus on the messenger rather than on the message. We don't. What about their motivation? Not the motivation. Is what they're saying true? Because you and I have to stand for truth. Notice what 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1 says, how it gives us help here. The Holy Spirit tells us clearly, all right? In other words, it's obvious, correct? That in the last times, that's where we are, some will turn away from the true faith. They will follow deceptive spirits and teachings that come from demons. Oh, if it's a demon, I would know it. No, 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 no. Don't fool yourself. Not if you're not aware of what is spiritually going on. That's why you hear me often saying to you, you have to understand that when you accept Christ, the Holy Spirit comes into your life, and He is there to help you live by the truth. And he wants to guide you and direct you and help you see right and wrong. Now, sometimes what happens is we allow our emotion, we allow what we think to take control, and we begin to make judgments on things by our intellect, by our will, by our feelings, rather than being sensitive to what the Holy Spirit is doing. So, a person with false claims is very easy to recognize. First of all, they adjust the creed. They, they just slightly adjust what is true, and they just make it a little bit false. They, they are always coming up with something new. It's always amazing to me how many people in the church, oh, I just want to hear something new. 
Well, you know what? Until you are doing everything the old says, why do you need something new? You know? And I understand my, in what I do. I'm repeating myself a lot. Why? There's nothing new. So you and I have to understand. People start, well, I just don't believe that. I believe this. And I'll talk a little bit more about that in a moment. They, they create confusion. That wherever they go, what they're saying is confusing to people. Well, I think this, and I think this, and, and they bring division and not unity. They, they say things that, you know, it doesn't sound too bad, but it doesn't unite, it divides. They refuse to receive counsel. You can't reason with them. You can't talk with them. You can share with them the truth, but they already think they know the truth. They think they know more than you. And so they don't receive what's going on. And they're carnal. They, their flesh is in control. They want to be in charge. They want to profit. They want to be the ones who benefit from what's going on. And so John writes to these people. He says, look, watch out for people who are saying things that aren't true. And you need to understand that you just don't believe everything you hear on the radio and I know this is a shock to you and hard for some of you to understand. You don't believe everything you read on the internet, on television. You need to be sensitive to what God is doing and what God is saying and allow the Spirit in you to help you know what's true. All right? So watch out for the false claims. Secondly, wrong doctrine confuses right doctrine. So John keeps writing and says, look, understand there's going to be people that are come. Uh, they're going to deceive people. People are going to turn away from the faith. People are going to give up for what they have. And there's a lot of false people in the world, a lot of false teaching. You've got to be aware of it. And if you're not careful, doctrine will get shifted. Notice what he says, verse 2. This is how we know if they have the Spirit of God. If a person claiming to be a prophet, someone who proclaims truth, acknowledges that Jesus Christ came in a real body, that person has a Spirit of God. Now, you see, that was a doctrine that was going around in the days of Paul. But if someone claims to be a prophet and speak truth and does not acknowledge the truth about Jesus, that person is not from God. Such a person has a spirit of the Antichrist. Remember we talked about last week, not the spirit of the Antichrist has been alive ever since Satan began to do his work on this world. A spirit that takes you away from God, a spirit that is anti against what Christ has done and what he teaches, which you heard is coming into the world and it's already here. The Antichrist, the person of the Antichrist, is not here yet. The spirit of the Antichrist is alive and well, and people follow it. And wrong doctrine distorts the truth. That's why it's very important for you to know what you believe. God is in control, He is loving, He is kind, He is just. Jesus Christ died on a cross, lived a sinless life, and died on a cross for our sins. There is salvation in no one else other than Jesus Christ. 
And that one day, Christ is going to return, and all people who have ever lived will end up in either heaven or hell forever. And there is no other way to God except through Christ. And I am to live a life that honors Him and obeys Him by loving people and being faithful to Him and Him alone, allowing His Spirit to direct my life. And if anybody says anything contrary to that, I don't believe it. And you shouldn't either. But you know, somebody starts talking, and, and you know, rather than standing confidently that, hey, I'm, I'm kind of stubborn in that, what, what do we do? We start to question what's going on. Uh, let me, I could give you illustration after illustration after illustration, but let me just give you this one. It's very simple. You've heard it. You hope you know it. People would say, well, you know, I just can't believe that a loving God would send anybody to hell. And if you're not careful, you think, well, yeah, God's love, God's good. God, God wants everybody to be with Him. That makes sense. No, it doesn't. It doesn't line up with what Scripture teaches about God. God is loving and kind, but also God is just. And he says the person who sins will die. And that hell is real. And that one day there will be a judgment. Well, I just, you know, I, I think God wants everybody to be happy. I think God is loving. I don't think he would ever be that kind of God. And if that's the kind of God you serve, you know, here's what they're doing. They're not denying God, are they? They're just trying to change the character of God. And that confuses people. Well, maybe God isn't that judgmental. Well, and do you know how many people who call themselves Christians don't believe there's a hell? There's a lot. And so what happens is someone comes up, speaks a little truth. Yeah, God's real. I just don't think he's like that. Well, that's what you think, and you're wrong. Because here's what Scripture says, and here's what the Holy Spirit testifies about. And so, I will accept what Scripture says and not what you say. And a lot of people are missing out because they're living for a God. I wear a cross. I'm a good person. That's a lie. You're not a good person because the Bible says everybody's evil. And if you don't know what you believe, you'll get suckered into listen, believing stuff that isn't true and isn't right. And wrong doctrine has confused a lot of people out of right doctrine. Christ died for the church. He loves the church. The church is his bride. Well, I don't like the church. I think the church has been mean. I think the church has done a lot of hurt and a lot of harm. I don't think... Sorry, you're wrong. And so you and I live in a day and time where there's a lot of prophets, a lot of people who are proclaiming this is the truth about God. This is what you should believe. This is how it works. This is what I think. This is what's what. But if it doesn't line up with what Scripture teaches about the character and nature of God, what he, Jesus Christ has done and what the Holy Spirit is doing today in this world, it is not right. 
And you and I should be smart enough to see it and not believe it. And not let us get off of our stability of here's what we believe. Okay? That's pretty, I, I, hope, I hope that's blunt and clear. Because that's the way it has to be. And so, you know, I, I want to have truth because only by the truth can I have true life. And so that's what John writes to these people and says. He says, then, that we have already won the victory. We have already won the victory. So in other words, you and I understand something that in spite of the battle we are going through today, in spite of the battles that we have in life, Victory is already ours. I like to say it this way. We're not fighting for victory. We're fighting from victory. We already have it. Victory is mine. Notice what he says in verse 4. You belong to God, dear children. You have already won a victory over those people because the Spirit that lives in you is greater than the spirit who lives in the world. So that the spirit of Antichrist, which lives in the world today, is alive and well, but the spirit of God is also alive and well, and the Holy Spirit is greater than the spirit of Antichrist that is alive. And when I accept Christ as my Savior, that spirit lives in me. And I am to do everything I can to listen to him, to <laughs> make the house clean and comfortable for him, stay in fellowship, in tune with him, to understand that he still speaks to me today and guides and directs me and helps me. That's wrong. Don't do that. Don't have that attitude. He's there to help me. And here's what we know. The Holy Spirit will help you if you will listen, because here's what I believe. I'm backing up with Scripture. I believe the Holy Spirit talks to us a lot, a lot. If you're a Christian, He's talking to you every day a lot. The problem is He's not shouting at you. He's just talking. And you and I get distracted don't we? We listen to other voices. And you know whose voice hurts you the most? Yours. Because your carnal nature talks to you as well. I'm right. I can do this. I'm okay. I believe this. And all the while, he's down in there going, no, that's not right. No, you shouldn't do that. No, this isn't the way it works. And if we will listen to him and obey him, then he is greater than the one who's in the world. He automatically is greater. But the test is, are we going to allow him to be greater in us than any other spirit around? John chapter 16, verse 13, puts it this way. 
when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. Spirit of truth, Holy Spirit, he will guide you the truth. He never tells you a lie. He will not speak on his own. He will tell you what he's heard. He will tell you about the future. Now, here's how he tells you about the future. If you do this, this is going to happen. If you listen to God, you know what the future holds. He will bring me glory. The Holy Spirit is there to magnify Jesus Christ by telling you whatever he receives from me. Do you know the Holy Spirit doesn't just speak on his own? He speaks whatever he hears from Jesus. It's what we just read, right? And remember when Jesus was present on the earth, what he say? I only do what the Father tells me to do. And all that belongs to the Father is mine. This is why I said the Spirit will tell you whatever he receives from me. And you see, the Holy Spirit sometimes gets a bad rap because, well, I saw this person do this, and if that's the way the Holy Spirit is, I don't want to be like that. Or this is how I was raised, and this is what I think. Rather than understanding that the Holy Spirit is there to help me make good decisions, to tell me the truth, to aid me in my prayer life so that I can pray better, to aid me in my thought life, Whatsoever is true, think about those things. To be there to help me be the person he wants me to be, God wants me to be, and I want to be. And that no matter how much this world comes, no matter how much that spirit of Antichrist is alive, it is not greater than what the Holy Spirit is able to do. No one, nothing is greater than the Spirit of God. And so you and I, John says, look, you, you see what's happened. You see people trying to tell you the truth, deceiving you and doing all those types of things. Please understand something. You don't have to fight, wonder if they're going to win, you're going to lose. No, the victory's already ours. As long as you keep listening to the Spirit, you win. And victory is yours, guaranteed. Right? Good, good. The world's viewpoint versus the word's truth. Last two verses. Notice what he says. Those people belong to this world. And what's, what's this world filled with? The spirit of Antichrist, right? So they speak from the world's viewpoint, and the world listens to them. But we belong to God and those who know God listen to us. If they do not belong to God, they do not listen to us. That is how we know if someone has a spirit of truth, a spirit of deception. You see, if you belong to God, you will listen to someone when they tell you something in your life that needs to be corrected. You will listen to what God has to say. And what John is saying here, we know that God lives with it because we listen to him. We, we do what he tells us to do. And, and we listen to, Paul says, listen, Paul says, I'm the teacher. I'm telling you, this is what you need to do. And so he says, look, the world has a way of looking at things, but God has a way of looking at things. The world's view is not right. God's way is the truth. Now, 
let me just kind of um, say this, say it this way. True Christianity is doctrinally intolerant. We live in a world of tolerance. We are not, Christians are not people of tolerance. We are intolerant. This is the truth. It will not change no matter what you think or say or feel. We will not change from this truth. We will not shift from this truth. And I think every one of us can understand that coming down the road is going to be a time where that intolerance will not be tolerated. But we cannot change. We have to stay true to what is true. And the world will look at us and say, why do you hate me? We don't hate you, but that's sin. And it's not right. And see, we tend to be, oh, well, I I don't think it'll hurt this. Yes, it will. And so we have to come to that place where we understand the world has a viewpoint about something, but it goes totally against what the church, what Christians stand for. And not everybody who calls himself a Christian is. And there needs to be spiritual discernment and understanding. John chapter 14, verse 6, Jesus told him, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. That's intolerant. Oh, there's a lot of ways to God. No, there's not. There's only one. So we have to understand that sometimes what happens is we want to fit in with the crowd and we end up shifting what we should be standing for. Sometimes we think we know what's best and what we want, and we end up twisting Scripture to say what we want it to say so we can do and be what we want it to be, rather than standing true to this is what God's Word says, this is what I stand for, and I'm sorry if you don't like that, God still loves you. I do too, but this is truth. And truth is hard. John 14, 15. If you love me, obey my commandments. I'll ask the Father, and he'll give you another advocate who will never leave you. He is the Holy Spirit who leads into all truth, The world cannot receive him. Why? It isn't looking for him and wouldn't recognize him. I I don't want the truth. I'll be the one who makes my truth. What's true for you might not be true for me. No, truth is truth. And see, they're not looking for someone else to guide and direct their steps. They're going to be the one in charge. They're going to do what they want to do. And so they're not looking for him. They wouldn't recognize him if they saw him. But you know him because he lives with you now. And he's telling the disciples, later, he's going to be in you. Here's what we can say, and today, he'll be in you. So we have the privilege of knowing God. And when we accept him, we have the great advocate, counselor, 
spirit of truth who lives within us, who will always be truthful with us if we will listen. And he is there to keep us and to guide us. Jesus Christ came to this world and he told people the truth, didn't he? And they killed him. We don't like it when the truth comes out because it confronts us, doesn't it? We have to deal with the things that we want to hold on to rather than letting go of. And so John writes to this church and says, look, there's a lot of false prophets in the world. There's a lot of people saying what's thing, but they're going to say that, but they're not telling you the truth because they're not telling you the truth about God and about Jesus and what he's doing and who he is and, and all that's going on. And you need to be careful in what you're doing and what you're saying and what you're believing. Don't give up on what's right. Understand that the victory has already been won. Jesus Christ defeated death, hell, and the grave. He's victorious. His victory is your victory. And the one who lives in you will keep you and help you and direct you and guide your steps. And so you and I just need to be alert, but don't be alarmed. Be wise, but don't be afraid. Stand firm for what's right, and don't let yourself waver because God is faithful and God will help you and God will direct you and his truth will stand forever. So are you listening to the spirit that lives within you? Are you letting him direct your steps? Are you allowing him to help you make changes? Are you listening to what he has to say? So that you're not always critical of everything you hear, but you are careful about what you allow yourself to hear. Because the Spirit of God is alive and well. And we will stand for what is true, no matter what happens. Let's pray. Lord, today... It just always is amazing how something can be written for a group of people 2,000 years ago and yet be so relevant for us right now. But that's what truth is. It's always relevant. And so, Lord, I pray that you will help us, your people, to stand firm on the truth of your word, your character, your nature, your life, and the privilege of having you in our life and your spirit alive in us. Help us to listen and obey. Help us not to be deceived, but help us to hold on to the truth. As we go to live in a world that is full of all kinds of wrong ideas, let us hold to the truth, but let us keep being loving and faithful to you throughout the days of our life, we pray in thy name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us for tonight's service. 
If you would like to talk with someone about what you've heard, please visit our website at faith.ag or call us at 239-543-2700. If you're in the Fort Myers area and don't already have a church home, you're invited to join us for Wednesday nights at 7 p.m. We also gather on Sunday mornings at 8.15 and 10.45 a.m. Faith Assembly is located at 7101 Bayshore Road. Join us again next time for Wednesday night at Faith Assembly. Faith Assembly's Wednesday night is a production of Faith Assembly Media Tech, North Fort Myers, Florida.